subject on tonight is yielding to seducing spirits. I was not led to go back and finish what we started last week, so apparently that you must have got enough information to get an understanding as to what God is looking for you to do. So tonight, we're going to study yielding to seducing spirits. Because sometimes you got to know the spirit and the voice of God is not to be led by some other spirit. And if you're not careful, they're running so close now that you may mistake the voice of the enemy for the voice of God. So that's why you have to try every spirit. Amen. So the word yielding means give away to arguments, demands, or pressure. God's spirit will never put any pressure on you. Come on, somebody. Surrender to or uh, to concede under some degree of pressure. To yield grounds to an enemy. To give away to influence. Submit to art urging. Pursue a pers uh, pers persuasion or entreaty. Surrender or relinquish to the physical control of another. Hand over possession of, to give oneself up to an inclination, a temptation, or a habit. Or also means to give up one's breath, life, or spirit. The next is the word seducing. It is to entice someone, to attract someone to a belief or into a course of action that is inadvisable or foolhardy. To be persuaded to disobedience or disloyalty. So you got to watch what's, when you get off into disobedient and disloyalty to the house of God, then guess what? You operating on another spirit. It means to lead astray using by persuasion or false promises. Lead away from duty or to corrupt. We shall see how the spirit of the enemy tries to lead us astray from the spirit of the living God. The problem we fail to understand is the enemy comes in a spirit as well. When we fail to keep a constant relationship with the Holy Ghost, we fall for any spirit that comes along and calls itself God's spirit. Now, your enemy spirit ain't going to tell you he's your enemy. He's going to portray to be the spirit of God. Amen. So never forget the spirit of the devil is very crafty. Deceive and deceiving because the Bible says it, if it was possible, he would deceive the very elect, the very elect. Amen. The one that is very close to God. If it was possible, he would fool them. 
Oh, y'all didn't hear that, did you? So, So, if it was possible, because if that's possible, God would shorten the time so the elect is not lost. That tells me no human flesh is a match for the spirit of the enemy. You and I must fight through the spirit of the Holy Ghost or fight a, or fight a losing battle. Every spirit that talks to you is not the Holy Ghost. For the Holy Ghost speak in righteousness and spiritually. He did not come to cater to your flesh desires. The Holy Ghost don't take part in petty arguments. Just to prove you right or to satisfy your ego. The Holy Ghost came to lead the individual to the righteousness of God in whom he dwells in. If he will listen. You got to listen to the Holy Ghost. He ain't going to make you do nothing. You don't mind, sister. Give me a time. He's not going to make you do nothing. You got to listen to the Holy Ghost. The spirit of the enemy comes to lead you away from God, not to God. When the time that it causes you to stray or move away from God by way of anger or by way of choice that you are tired, guess what? It's another spirit leading you. Amen. It comes to make you act. The, the enemy spirit, the spirit of the enemy comes to lead you away from God and not to God. He comes to make you act contrary to the word of God by using seducing spirits. Having you thinking that you are the only one right and everyone else is wrong. He would have you thinking for yourself without the leadership of the Holy Ghost. We are in a time where all kinds of spirits are sharing knowledge, but not of God. He's mixing part truth with part lies and turning it into a word of deception, causing you to err in your walk with God. You must keep in mind what God said to Joshua. Depart not from the law of the book. Turn not from the right. From it to the right hand or to the left. That thou may prosper wheresoever thou goest. If you are not using the word of God for your defense in your walk with God. You are playing a losing game. Or a loser game. Your natural spirit caters to what the devil's spirit has to offer. So you give in to the desires which displeases God in your walk. The natural man refers desire the natural man refers to the man who is governing only by his environment. Namely, by nature, or by, by nature, or natural, or animal instincts, as a result of his fallen animal Adamite nature, this man is unable to understand spiritual truth because he does not possess the indwelling spirit of God. Now, the Bible says it is required in a steward that a man 
be found faithful. They are the only one who manages a place or a position in the house and is accountable to the owner. And that owner is God himself. You are accountable for your stewardship with God. Amen. Christians are called stewards in that they have been entrusted with the mystery of God, which is the gospel message. It is the responsibility for which believers are held accountable. And the enemy is causing some of some to overlook and put their responsibilities under God on the back burner or on the back list. Whoa, all you folks that's holding office. All you folks that's holding titles. It is required of a steward to be found faithful. That ain't just to the preacher. Anybody holding the office in the kingdom. Amen. If your, if your office in the kingdom is dust and ceiling light, you make sure you be the best ceiling light duster that God got. Come on now. If you're going to be on the dough, you be the best dough keeper that God got in the house. Because he's requiring you to be faithful. to the call. Amen. What's keeping you from being committed to the call? When you're not committed to the call that you said God called you for, you're being led by another spirit. Amen. Therefore, why, why would God, listen at this one, why would God entrust any secrets of his unto you if you ain't faithful. Come on now. You don't do that in the flesh. Amen. If you know that can't nobody keep a secret. No man I can't tell you. you. You don't know how to keep no secret. Huh? So why would God entrust you with the mysteries of God. If you ain't faithful. That makes sense. You got an unwelcome spirit riding in your presence causing you to dishonor the presence of the Holy Ghost. And guess what? He don't always got to be, you ain't always got to be possessed by him in order for him to lead you astray. You can just listen to him. Come on, somebody. You just, you, you still in just as worse shape listening to him as he is possessing you. Come on, somebody. Check out who you are listening to. The enemy 
of truth is subtlety and cunning. We should not be surprised by the increase in lies and spiritual errors as we near the return of Christ. He done cranked up a notch. The thing about it we don't understand is you don't have to crank up to get the world. He had to crank up to get the church. You is his number one target. Because you are the one that's got to make God look shame. Oh, y'all didn't hear that, did you? We are the one that got that got to be made look bad in the eyes of God. Y'all get that one? If you didn't, go back to Job, and Job will let you know that he comes to make you look bad to God in any way and every way possible. In your family, in your friends, in your neighbors, on your job, in your career, whatever he can use to make you look bad to God, he'll do just that. Amen. And the sad part about it, most of the saints always fall for it. Amen. Most of the saints are always put God on the back burner for something that the devil then urged them or gave them a desire to do. And that's going to be a sad indictment on us. Come on, somebody. Somebody will put God on the back burner just for a few dollars and spend them the next day you get them. Come on now. Go to 1 John chapter 4. If you notice, the enemy has taken away the urgency of coming to church. And the church is supposed to be our safe haven. The church is where it's supposed, we're supposed to be at to meet God. So I guess don't nobody come to meet God. I guess nobody have an expectation to meet God or hear God or feel God at any time at the house of the living God. Maybe that might be the reason why God don't show up half the time. But why? Because he knows what the intent of the heart is. He knows whether or not we're looking for him or not, or just passing the time by. First John chapter 4, verses 1 through 6 says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out. He told you to test the spirit. To discover whether or not you being misled. Come on somebody. The problem is that we keep such a shallow relationship with the Holy Ghost. When a spirit speaks, we gravitate to it and think that it is God. And a lot of times it don't be God. Come on somebody. Most of the time when the Spirit of God gets the moving on you, it's because you and God has a dialect 
going on. The spirit of the enemy will come and talk to you anytime. Come on, somebody. Thereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And a lot of folks don't believe that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. A lot of folks don't believe the fact that Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world. They're constantly finding new folks to give salvation to. They're constantly finding new gods to give salvation to. Just to keep from sin. They don't mind saying God the Father, but it's kind of hard for them to get out of their mouth. Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world. Every spirit that confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. Wow. Go ahead and stack your gods up. Go ahead and stack your saviors up. But God said, that's not of his spirit. So let's find out what spirit it is. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist. Whereof you have heard that it should come, and even now already is in the world. Antichrist, it means that he's still going to talk religious to you. Come on, somebody. He's going to talk religion to you, but it's going to be some pertinent things that he's going to leave out to make sure it's an error. Oh, y'all didn't hear that. The Antichrist know how to speak in tongues too. Come on now. So guess what? Everything that's saying ta-ta-ta ain't God. So you got to watch what spirits you entertain. Even the more so in the days and times that we're living in now. Because he said that many spirits... Is gone out into the world. Oh. Guess what? He ain't new at this game. Uh, he got the first one that came into the world. He got Adam and Eve. What makes you think that you more smarter than they are? Come on somebody. So that's why you have to be attentive to the spirit. That's why you need to have a relationship, a steady relationship with the Holy Ghost so you know how the Holy Ghost speaks. If you don't have a constant relationship with the Holy Ghost, you're going to fall for any spirit that talks to you. Come on now. And guess what? He's going to tell you some good stuff too. Huh? If you don't believe that, you need to go back into the, to the wilderness when Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. He didn't tell Jesus no junk stuff. Huh? Told him he'll give him the world, James, if he fall down and worship him after he showed it to him. Come on. And then he's going to test you and you don't go, you don't test God. Spirit telling you to test God, you need to check that spirit. If you be the son of God, make turn these stones into bread. Come on, you don't test God. 
test God. Come on now. God, if you do this, I'll do that. Oh, no. Uh-uh. God tell you to do something, you do it because God told you to do it. Amen. So this spirit is already working. Now, look here. If, if John wrote about this spirit already working in the world back then, how much more did you think that that spirit is working now? Since you are that much closer to the end. Amen. So you got to watch how he jump on your back. You are a target. For the enemy. The church is a target for the enemy. You need to keep that in mind. They ain't got to be no target. He got them. He going to use them as bullets to shoot you down. Y'all get that one? Hmm. Verse 4 says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that... You got to let the greater work in you. Come on, somebody. If you find yourself hidden and missing, then guess what? The greater ain't working. The lesser one is working. Come on, somebody. If you got a whole bunch of excuses why you can't make it to the house of God to come into the presence of the Lord where he told you not to forsake the assembling of yourself together, the greater ain't working in you. It's the lesser working in you. And you need to recognize that. Come on, somebody. He knows how to stand offish to think that you are doing what you're doing on your own when guess what? You are being pushed. Come on, somebody. God don't push you. He draw you. Huh? Wow. So don't believe every spirit. Go to Matthew 24. Is it this lesson? Because the saints are getting too comfortable in the end time. When you get too comfortable, you let your guards down. Come on, somebody. You have less consecration. You have less prayer life because you done got comfortable that you got everything up there that you need. Well, I'm here to tell you, you don't. This is the fighting hour. This is the hour that you got to fight through. Work out your own salvation in fear and trembling. We ain't made it yet. And there's every kind of demon and spirit out there to stop you from making it. Come on, somebody. And if he can stop you from getting to the house of God to hear 
a word of God, he's on his way to getting you. Amen. Matthew 24 and 4 says, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive. See, we don't realize, we looking for it to be some kind of spirit that's floating around in the air, but sometimes the spirit is on somebody else. And he's going to get on somebody else to help him to get you deceived. Huh? He's going to work in somebody else and cause you to believe what they said to cause you to error in your walk with God. The problem is, he got to get you to error in your walk with God. Come on now. And you cannot please God in error. Fifth verse says, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall this. So guess what he said? Many gonna come in the name of the church. This ain't nobody off the street. James. Can't no uh, crackhead come and tell you about God and you take it at heart and go following him. Man, you got to be out of your mind. Huh? So what he going to do? He going to come under the umbrella of Christianity. This is what the enemy is doing. is coming under the umbrella of Christianity and religion. And he shall deceive many. It's not two or three, but many. Many can vary to thousands. Many can vary to millions. Come on, somebody. So it's not going to be a small nucleus that he deceived. He's going to deceive a whole lot of folks. Amen. Next verse says, And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of war. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. All of these things going to come to pass. Guess what? Deception is one of them. Huh? The church being is under the, 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 the unction of being deceived is one of them. The truth is going to be diluted in this time, which is going to cause a great deception in Christianity. Come on, somebody. One of the biggest ones that's been going on for years and still going on is that you ain't got to have the Holy Ghost, and that's the biggest lie ever been told. That's a lie of the enemy. Come on, somebody. Because if you ain't got the Holy Ghost, you ain't going back with God. Because he said the same spirit that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead got to get you up. So if you ain't got it, you can't get up. Then you would be the one that's been led in deception. Amen. So watch them spirits. Come on now. Anything that you have that you don't understand, 
that you need knowledge of, you need to say, Pastor, I got an issue. I need your help. No, but the enemy have you going home trying to figure it out yourself. You done, you done got in yourself and you done got in him. Come on now. And then you come away with the attitude that I don't need no man to teach me. That's another lie. Come on, somebody. It has been ordained by God that you have pastors, teachers, apostles. Come on, somebody. So you cannot go against the order of God and then think that you are right. That is a spirit of deception. Watch how you walk. Watch what you think you know. God said he reveals it to his servant. So if you have not received the revelation from God, guess what? The enemy going to have you walking in deception. I know that ain't right. Luke chapter 11. you don't get anything else I need you to understand one thing the devil wants to cause the church to fall out of the will of God at any cost whether it be by you or by somebody else come on now don't you ever think that you are a match for the enemy within yourself because you're not. He got so many tricks. huh? He pulls out so many tricks he can pull one out in the drop of a hat and you fall for it. That's why you got to stay prayed up. That's why you got to keep calling on God. That's why you got to know what God say and what God didn't say. Come on, somebody. 11 and 24. Oh, my God. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a who? Somebody said, when an unclean spirit is gone up out of me. He walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and find none. He said, I will return unto my house, which I came out of. He's going to return to you. Did you hear it? He walks around finding somebody else to occupy. And if he finds no occupants, he come back to see the house that he left, what kind of shape is in. Lord, have mercy. If you think because he's gone, he ain't coming back. <laughs> huh? You think because he's gone, he ain't going to pay you no more visits. Huh? When he left, he knew what you liked. When he left, he knew what your weakness was. 
Come on now. He knew. <laughs> he knew whether you liked him long, tall, and handsome. He knew whether you liked the long hair, short hair, man. Come on now. He know what a ball of figure do to you. Before he left. So he know if he can't find nobody else to occupy, guess what? Let's read what he gonna do. And when he coming, he find his swept and gun. He find it the way God left it when he put him out. He left him clean. Did y'all hear that one? He left him clean and swept and garnished. But guess what the next one said? Then go he and take to him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Wow. He don't just come by himself. He brings them some more with him. And they come to have a party in you. Why? Because you would not allow the Holy Ghost to occupy you. That's why he found it empty. Wow. When he came back, he found the house empty. Folks get saved, but they won't allow the Holy Ghost to come in. They allow folks to tell them they don't need it. And I need you to know your house is empty. And when the devil finds it empty, he's coming back. You ain't got a padlock to keep him out. Come on, somebody. Wow. He take seven other spirits. Not seven, not a spirit is called seven, but seven other spirits. So stop thinking that it's just one. It's many spirits. And they come to attack you at any angle they can get you. Ah. Uh. Man, he got ways to attack us. Huh? And he good at it. So you got to watch what you give heed to. Huh? Jane, he got spirits to tell you, look at that. Look, look at that. And you get your eyes locked on what he wants you to look at. And what do it cause? It causes you to lust. Huh? And lust is a sin. Come on, somebody. All he wants to do is get you in sin. It don't matter. It don't matter to him how, what, how. Just get you in there. Come on, somebody. He's good at what he do. It said, and when those seven come back, they come and they enter in and they settle down. And they dwell there. And the last state of that person is worse. You know what, you know what he's saying? What God saved you from is going to be seven times worse when they come back. 
you might concede that in the lives of some that that has left God and their condition is worse than they was before they got saved. He'll have you doing in and everything. Come on, somebody. Don't you play them cheap. And please, my God, don't you play them like they ain't real. Amen. You are dealing with an invisible warrior. And he's a warrior. And we ain't even seen what's really going to happen down the pipe. Why do you think the pastor is preaching all these sermons trying to get you to get as close to God? Because guess what? We've been to get ready to go into a spiritual war. And if you don't know what spirit you're warring against, you might be fighting against the spirit of God. Come on now. Go to Mark chapter 13. One thing that the devil loves to get you is when he can get your attention. When he can get your attention and have you reasoning with what he say. And when you start reasoning with what he say, he got you. You finna fall under deception because he can make it sweet. Come on, somebody. You ought to know, look back at your life, how he made things sound sweet to you. Till you got off into it and found out that it wasn't so sweet. Come on now. Verses 20. And except the Lord has shortened those days, no flesh shall be saved. But for the elect's sake, whom he has chosen, he has shortened them. Now, 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 this ought to tell you something. That we are no match for the enemy within ourselves. Because the Bible says, if the Lord don't shorten the days, not even the very elect going to be saved. You know what he's saying? The deception is going to get so great, he's going to fool them that is saved. Wow. And you think you got it made. Huh? Come on now. And you think that you can, you, you can afford to miss some of the word of God. When it, when, it, when it get real close, we're going to be wishing that the church was open up seven days a week. Because why? Because we're going to need God. We're going to need him. We're going to need to find him. We're going to be hungry for him. We're going to be asking God, where are you, God? Because of the deception of the enemy. And God said, if I don't shorten them day, you ain't going to be saved. So don't think that you already got you already heaven bound. Because it ain't over with yet. Huh? All the folks that 
hitting and missing, it ain't over with yet. Come on now. 21st says, And then if any man shall say to you, Lo, he is Christ, or lo, he is there, believe him not. For false Christ and false prophets shall rise and shall show signs and wonders. Huh? Seduce. Wanting to seduce, if it was possible, even the elect to seduce. Wow. They're going to come and false Christ and false prophets is going to rise. They ain't going to rise people in the street. They're going to rise under the umbrella of religion. And Christianity, they're going to rise coming in the church buildings to teach you, to persuade you. And the book said to seduce you. Seduce you to fall out of truth. Amen. So you got to watch it. This thing ain't light. Don't take it light. Come on now. Don't take your walk with God lightly. Because I'll be the first to tell you. You know what, 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 what the, uh, Uncle Sam used to say? Uncle Sam wants you. Huh? The devil wants you. Huh? You are you are prime meat for him. Huh? Come on, somebody. You are prime. Why you know why you're prime meat? Because you are meat that God cleaned up. And he wants that which God done cleaned up. Come on, somebody. So don't you think it's strange that folks try to get you off course? Amen. Because they're trying to keep you off course to the point that if God came back while you off course, you won't be saved. Because you don't let somebody deceive you. And he, not only that, he said, false Christ and false prophets shall rise and shall show signs and wonders to seduce if it were possible, even the elect, when the time is coming up now, y'all, the Antichrist is going to show y'all some signs and wonders, and you going to think it's God. Come on, somebody. He going he gonna to cause some spiritual things to happen, and you is going to accept him as Christ, and he's not going to be Christ, but the Antichrist. Oh, come on, somebody. Look at the sign and the wonder that he showed Jesus Christ in the wilderness. Show gave him a vision of the whole world. See, I give you all of that. He had to show him something in order to tell him that. I give you the whole, I give you all of this if you just fall down and worship me. 
And that's what they did. And oh, Lord have mercy. What did it say that for? Because somebody will jump for a nickel and a dime. Huh? Some of you will jump for a quarter and a dollar. I give you all that if you just fall down and worship me. Huh? Come on, somebody. You fall down and worship me, I give you a better job. Come on now. I make sure that you get a high position. All he wants you to do is sell out. Come on now. You think that's not happening? Folks selling out right now. They selling out from going to church and going finding an extra job right now. As, as if God can't provide for them. Come on now. Working two and three jobs still ain't got a dollar. Huh? Twenty-third verse says, Take ye heed. Behold, I have foretold you all things. God said, I told you these things are going to happen. The end time is coming and all of this stuff is going to take place. False Christ and false prophets is going to rise and they're going to come in the church and they're going to show signs and wonders and the folks is flocking to them right today. Amen. Wow. Unclean spirits, yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, you know what the book said about that. There is a hell. <laughs> if it wasn't no hell, God wouldn't see it. So you know, you do what you know. You know what you do with that. You take it and you ball it up and you throw it in the trash can. Because the Bible said, because of iniquity, hell has enlarged itself. So there is a hell. Come on, somebody. Amen. If God says it's a hell, don't let nobody take it out of your mouth that it ain't no hell. Because it is a hell. Yeah, don't, don't matter. You know, they, 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 still, they still trying to change your thoughts. Amen. They try. They use movies to change your thinking. Come on now. Anyway, the deception can come. Deception comes through TV. It's one of, matter of fact, it's one of the biggest tools they use. I can prove that. Some of you can get to looking at a picture and get just as mad because something went wrong in it. Deception, deception. 
Am I right about that? Seducing spirits come across the TV. That's why saints have to make sure they watch what they watch. Because the devil is watching it with you. You and me and everybody else. so it don't need but one flow. <laughs> and it's got a great depth. Come on, somebody. So, again, people of God, watch what you watch because it will grab hold to your mind. We ain't, we, ain't, we ain't that strong. We still got some fleshly thoughts. Huh? Come on now. I ain't seen nobody in here, including myself, that's been, been spiritual 24 7. Because you ain't. Huh? So that's why you have to watch what you watch. Amen. It's, it's some folks that, 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 that love to watch horror pictures. I don't deal with that man. Huh? You in a you in a you entertaining you entertaining the wrong spirit. You leave doors open. So you have to watch that stuff. Go to First Corinthians chapter two. That man that wear that mask. Y'all better watch Jason. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Second Corinthians chapter two, verses eleven. But what man knoweth the things of a man? Save the spirit of man, which is in it. That's your own spirit. That's you. The only thing that you know is what you know. The only thing you know is about you and how you think and your thoughts and your ways. Read on. Even so, the things of God know. What you said? Don't, don't no man know the things of God, but the spirit of God. No man know nothing about God but by God's Spirit. 
Stick a pen in that. When you get to wandering off in your own ways. Stick a pen in that when you're trying to insert your thoughts with God's thoughts. You stick a pen in that. Don't no man know nothing about God unless in God by, by, by God's spirit. Amen. Uh, 12 verse says, Now we re have received not the spirit of... Oh, here's the problem. The spirit of the world. We tried to mix the spirit of the world with the spirit of God and they just like oil and water, they don't mix. Come on, somebody. And when you're doing it, guess what? You are being deceived. 